But giving an offering is about how you give. And that's where the ouch factor comes in. For when you apply the ouch factor, you find that God is not trying to take anything away from you. But he's, instead, he's trying to help you to get a place of spiritual maturity where you can receive more from him. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby would like your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. Having heard the, whole, the old saying, money talks. Okay, well, if your money talked, what would it say to you? <laughs> okay, this is my bit. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, I know if my money could talk to me, it would be saying goodbye. <laughs> because I know that's what I'm always saying to it. But I want to talk about giving this morning, and I want to in- introduce you to something called the ouch factor, which simply is a way to remember the important things regarding how we should give. You see, I think we already know that tithing is important. In fact, tithing is an act of obedience. And the Word tells us that to obey is better than sacrifice. So before we talk about giving, it's important to acknowledge that God's not impressed with giving unless it's in conjunction with our obedience. So knowing this, tithing is about what you give, the 10%. But giving an offering is about how you give. And that's where the ouch factor comes in. For when you apply the ouch factor, you find that God is not trying to take anything away from you. But instead, he's trying to help you to get a place of spiritual maturity where you can receive more from him. And here's how the ouch factor works. It works when you give often. In fact, if at all possible, in the church, you should try to give something at every opportunity. Now, this may be unheard of, but my brother challenged me a few years ago to do what he does, and that is to never let an offering go by without participating. And I discovered that even if my offering is small, it's an expression of my gratitude, and I'm truly blessed every time I do it. You see, giving often exercises and builds our generosity muscles. And it just makes giving easy for us going forward. The second part of the ouch factor is to always give unto Him. That means that your offering doesn't have to be contingent upon anything else. Sure, it's great to know that your offering is going to missions or something that's really needed. But once you give, you don't have to worry about the one you gave it to or where the money is going. You simply have to give it to God and then pray for the work. The next ouch factor is to celebrate when you give. The word says to rejoice in all the good the Lord has given you. The simple fact that you're in a position to give anything is something to praise the Lord about. 
To give an offering is, by Webster's definition, to present something as an act of worship or devotion. So what better reason is there to, to celebrate than an event where God is praised and honored? And finally, what makes the ice factor work is when you give till it hurts. Now, you have to understand that I'm talking about a healthy kind of hurt. It's the kind like how you feel right after you strain to push up that last weight when you're working out. It might have been hard, but you're glad you did it. You see, worthwhile giving requires some sacrifice. And that's the only way that you know that you're putting others in front of your own desires. There's a saying that when it comes to giving until it hurts, most people have a very low threshold of pain. Now, so I'm not suggesting that every gift or offering has to hurt or be a great sacrifice. But when you take into account your collective giving and you don't know that there were things that you gave up or that you would have enjoyed were it not for your giving, then you aren't in a place where you can experience everything that God wants you to. You know, when you leave a restaurant and you stop and pick up a few of those mints in the bowl there at the, at the front door, and then you hand one to the person you're with on the way out, and they say, thanks. You know, you really didn't do all that much. I mean, it was free, and you just got it a second ago. So it really wasn't that much of a gift. So giving, it needs to hurt a little in order for us to grow. If we want to grow in the Lord through our giving, we give often. We give unto God and we celebrate every time we give. And we give till it hurts. And that's when we let the ouch factor help us grow into more generous people. Because it's there where something good always happens. In Jesus' name. Have you ever made a really bad decision? We all have made mistakes, but thankfully they are not the end of our story. Coming up next, learn how to avoid bad decisions in the future. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. What's less than two inches big, fully rechargeable, and comes in three sporty colors? It's Nebo Tools Micro Pocket Light. Impossibly bright and unbelievably small, the Micro features six unique light modes, including the 400 lumen turbo mode and three LED color lighting options, red, green, and white light, to accommodate any situation. The Micro is small enough to conceal in your hand or fit on your key ring. This powerful pocket light even comes with a stainless steel necklace chain to keep this light with you wherever you go. Choose red, black, or silver to match your personal style. Find Nebo Tools' intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the tiny yet powerful micro pocket light at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code ChristianRadio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. I want to talk a minute about making good decisions. And to do that, I first have to tell you about a bad decision that I once made. When I was a boy of 13, I played football. We had a pretty good team, and in the last game of the season... 
We were marching down the field with just a few minutes left in the game. Now, I was the quarterback, and because we had a two-touchdown lead, the coach called timeout, called me over, and said, Bollinger, just keep the ball on the ground and run the clock out. I said, sure thing, coach, and I went back to the huddle. And when I went to call the play, our wide receiver, a boy named Chucky, yeah, his name was Chucky. He said, look, Bobby, this is the last play of the season, and because of my age, this is the last play I'll ever have on this team. It's my last chance to make a touchdown. you got to throw me a pass, please. So I looked over at the coach on the sideline. I looked back at Chucky. I looked back over the coach at the sideline, and I'm starting to get this look from the coach. I look back at Chucky. He's saying, please. I then called a pass play into the end zone. When I took the snap from center, I immediately was facing this blitz of rusher. So I turned, and I was running for my life. And right before I was hit and made a mangled mess, I heaved the ball to the very corner of the end zone where Chucky was supposed to be. And out of the corner of my eye, I saw this little defensive back for the other team jump up and intercept the pass and begin to run in the other direction. All I could think of at that time was, "Uh uh-oh. I managed to jump up and go after him. I had to stop this disaster in the making. I had one shot at him at the 50-yard line, but when I dived to tackle him, not only did I miss him, but he stepped on my hand and he broke my thumb. And he just kept running and scored a 109-yard touchdown. Later, I learned it was the longest touchdown on record in the state. So I told you that painful story so that we could just agree that I made a bad decision. And is it any wonder? I mean, first, I undermined my authority. Then I took an unnecessary risk And then I had to live with the humiliation and the consequences of my actions, my broken thumb being one of them. But the thing is, my decision never had a chance for glory because I made it for all the wrong reasons. You know, the Word of God is full of stories of people who made bad decisions like me. Let's take Jonah, for instance. Lord, the Lord gave Jonah a mission. Go to Nineveh and preach to those heathens over there. But it didn't make sense to Jonah to go to Nineveh. That was a bad and dangerous place. So instead of going to Nineveh, he takes a cruise. But God wasn't through with Jonah just yet. How many know that our bad decisions don't alter what God intends to do? The word says, my purpose will stand, and I will do all that I please. Well, you know the rest of the story. Jonah's ship wrecks. He gets swallowed by a fish. I figure just about the time Jonah sees the teeth of that whale is when he said, "Uh uh-oh. You see, when Jonah decided on his own not to go to Nineveh, his decision never had a chance for glory. Well, 
thankfully for Jonah and for us, our bad decisions don't have to be the end of us. They can bring us to a place of repentance and restoration because of the amazing grace of God. And he can use the circumstances that we get ourselves into to teach us, to grow us, and for us to learn to trust him. Every important decision either has the chance for glory or it doesn't. When we make them impulsively or selfishly or to satisfy our lust or for our ego, those decisions never have a chance. It's kind of like when King David decided that he had to have this girl Bathsheba. I can tell you that decision never had a chance for glory. But when we pray for wisdom and that the outcome that we seek in our decision could only bring honor and integrity to the situation, then the decision always has a chance for glory. Not our glory, but God's. So listen, we're, we're all going to make some bad decisions. But God is faithful. And the word says this, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make your way straight. He will make your way straight. That means he knows our way needs straightening. Our way is not straight. And our own decision-making is one of the reasons that our way gets crooked. But if when we make decisions, we give them a chance for glory, then we'll begin to understand the passage of the Scripture in Isaiah. It says, whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way. Walk in it. Amen. How is it that Christ could endure and go through all he went through on the cross? Up next, the answer is a miracle because he loves you and me that much. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. I love the intense brightness and durability of Nebo Tools flashlights. Listen, my neighbor lost his keys, and I asked if he had checked on the seat of his car. He had, but I handed him my Nebo Tools second generation Slide King flashlight, then I told him to look again. He found the keys. My neighbor was impressed. This flashlight is so bright, I want one of these, he says. So I ordered him Nebo Tools second generation Slide King flashlight. An amazing high power 500 lumen flashlight, chips on board work light, red light, and red hazard flasher. It's equipped with programmable memory settings for each light mode, has four times adjustable zoom, and it's rechargeable. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the powerful rechargeable second generation Slide King flashlight at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. How many have ever heard this old saying? Our attitude determines 
our altitude. Has anybody ever heard that before? Well, I believe attitude is very important, especially when dealing with life's more complicated issues. So this is my favorite story about attitude. The little boy was talking to himself as he strutted into the backyard wearing his baseball cap and carrying a ball and bat. I'm the greatest hitter in the world, he announced as he tossed the ball into the air and swung at it. He missed. Strike one, he yelled. Undaunted, he picked up the ball and he repeated. I'm the greatest hitter in the world. He tossed the ball into the air again and swung even harder. He missed again. Strike two, he cried out. Then the boy paused a moment. He examined the bat. He examined the ball. He spit on his hands. He rubbed them together. He straightened his cap and he said, I'm the greatest hitter in the world. Again, he tossed the ball up in the air. He swung as hard as he could. He missed. Strike three. The boy got his balance. He paused a minute. And then he exclaimed, Wow, how about that? I'm the greatest pitcher in the world. I love that story. How many of you guys and ladies are watching the basketball playoffs right now? Okay. See, babe, I'm not the only one. I've been driving her crazy watching all these basketball games over the last several weeks. We have a television out on the back porch, and she has banished me to the back porch. I am not allowed to watch anything on television in the house. But speaking of basketball and attitude... When I was a teenager, all I wanted to do was play basketball. So all through high school, I began my day at 7 a.m. on the racetrack with the race against my teammates. Then practice would begin at at 7.30 a.m. and go to 9.30 a.m. I would shoot free throws all during my lunch break. Then practice would begin again at 2.30 p.m. and we, we would go till 7 or 8 p.m., That was my life in high school. And I don't mind telling you that I became a pretty good basketball player by doing it that way. There was no questioning my commitment and my desire to be a great basketball player. So it was very hard for me to accept the reality that I was not going to be able to succeed in the sport as a career. In fact, I developed a really bad attitude about it right out of high school. I just didn't understand why it wasn't working out like I wanted it to. I was bitter. I mean, I didn't want to do anything else. And it was not until a few years later, in desperation, that I started to seek God's direction for my life instead of my own. Then my attitude began to change, and I began to appreciate where I was instead of resenting where I wasn't. And when my attitude changed... God began to share ideas with me that led to a much more fulfilling career than a few short years playing basketball ever would have. And even more important, I found that all the years of training and discipline I learned as a basketball player was vital in my development as a business person. 
And I know there's a lot of guys that relate to that statement. So while I was disappointed back then, my basketball days proved very important to me in the future and served me well. You see, I want to encourage you today by reminding you that God has a purpose for your life that's unique to you. When life throws you a curve or two, and it most certainly will, it doesn't have to mean you failed in your current endeavor. It may mean you've been refined in one area so you can fulfill God's purpose for you in another. That's why it's so important to have the attitude like the little boy in our story. You have to be willing to see the good that can come from any situation. Having a good attitude all the time sounds easier than it is, and we all have days when it's a struggle. But we all only have to trust the Lord and have an open heart and mind to the possibilities in front of us to have a good attitude. The Apostle Paul said it like this. Whatsoever you do, do it heartily unto the Lord, and not unto man, knowing that of the Lord you shall receive the reward of your inheritance, for you serve the Lord. And I think I've used this old saying before, but I love it because it reveals how we are responsible. We are responsible for our attitude. It goes like this. Two men looked out from the same prison bars. One sees the mud. The other sees the stars. Could this be a day for you to seek more clarity for what God's purpose is for your life? If you'll just trust the Lord, have an open heart and a good attitude, I promise you, like the gray-haired gentleman that sits in the back pew taught me, something good will happen today in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com 
or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's embracegrace.com or call 817-755-8484.